thank you for listening to the Full of Joy podcast today. I am Francesca Borman, a joy and self-development influencer and your host for today. And I am back with the fifth and final episode in my interview series. So I have been sharing the stories of five female entrepreneurs and how they launched, marketed, pivoted, overcame, and brought joy to others through their online businesses. So this is the last interview in the first season of the interviews, and I already have five more girls planned to share even more in the next season, and that is coming really soon. So I'm so glad you guys are liking this and enjoying it, and thank you so much for all of your feedback. So if you're just starting the series on this episode, number 29, basically I really wanted to create a series that was for women and from women because one of the most commonly asked questions that I get is how do I get started? People will always ask me, I want to start a YouTube channel, where do I start? Or I want to open a boutique, where do I start? Or I want to start sharing online, how do I get started? So this is for you, the girl who wants to start, the girl who wants to launch her idea into a thriving business, a business that serves a purpose and that fills you up with excitement and creativity. This is for the girl inside of you that wants to get started. Here is how these girls got started, overcame self-doubt, and grew their own businesses all online. Before we get started with today's episode, please take a screenshot and share your biggest takeaways with me on socials by tagging me at Francesca X and at Full of Joy Podcast on Instagram. And of course, if you're feeling generous, please leave me a review. Let me know what you're loving, what you want to listen to, potential guests. I always read them and it always gives me ideas for what to record the next episodes on. Today's guest is Ariana Salyards. She is such an amazing person to follow. She's just full of so much advice and tips on living healthier and happier. Ariana talks about all things nutrition, wellness, recipes, and lifestyle. She's really real and really raw and candid in this interview, and her story is just a breath of fresh air and so relatable. Ariana is sharing so much good advice for girls who want to get started with an online business and do it in a healthy and loving way. So I encourage you to grab a notepad and pen because Ariana goes deep and shares it all. So let's jump into it. So I'm so thankful to have you on the podcast, Ariana. You are just a light in the Instagram space. So you are a lifestyle and nutrition influencer, which I think is, it's the perfect time to be doing what you're doing. And there's just so much... (laughs) for you to share. And I think you're so good at talking about all those things. You really hopped onto reels. You really hopped on to all the Instagram <laughs> trends, but you are so good at staying yourself. So I want to know your whole story. So you, like I said, are a lifestyle and nutrition influencer. You are the founder of Flourish Granola. I want to hear all about that. Yes. So let's take a step back, hear all about you, your background, how you kind of got started in the influencer lifestyle sharing space. Give me all the tea how the modern day girlfriend came to be. So when I first started blogging, I was working at a talent agency and I was in a relationship where that's when like Instagram was starting to really pop off and um, blogging and all of those things and just being on your phone more, being on the computer more. And I was realizing that the internet, the computer, the phones were affecting relationships, my relationship Mm -hmm. in particular. And so while I was working at the agency, I just was like, not happy. 
loved my boss, loved, loved the company. I just, I wasn't happy. And I was finding myself just like writing a lot. And just, I would, I was always the girlfriend that my friends turned to for advice. Not that like, I thought I had the advice, but I was just always that person ever since I was a little girl. Um, and I really, I don't, I'm not like, it feels weird to say, like, I really enjoy giving advice. It's not that like, I think that I have the best advice, but I just enjoy being able to help somebody navigate through something that they need help on. Mm -hmm. I, I, my whole goal in all of this is to help if it's just one person. So starting the modern day girlfriend, I was just, it was all relationship. It wasn't like lifestyle. It wasn't food. It wasn't anything like that. Um, so that progressed because as I was writing that, I was just doing it for fun and people, my girlfriends were like, well, can you just like have a place where this could live? And I was like, yeah, sure. You know, uh, let me think of a blog and like, I'll, I'll put it there. And the name of the modern day girlfriend always was in the back of my head because funny story. I, oh, I wanted to create an app before like apps were cool that, it was because of what I was doing in the agency, again, helping people. I was like, oh, like the modern day girlfriend, you could like type in the app. And if you need, if your wife or if your husband, or if you needed something like, it's kind of like a virtual assistant before virtual assistants started an app. Yeah. And so it's like combining the two. So I'm like, oh, it's like a modern day girlfriend. You could have a friend, you could have like, it's just something that would be all encompassing. And that name shifted over to the website. And then I started writing blogs about relationships. And then that progressed as I was in my relationship, then I was dating online and doing those apps and I, the horror stories that <laughs> I have shared on there. And then also that live in my brain that, <laughs> that lives on the website as well. You could definitely go read that. Um, and then it just started shifting a couple years ago for me. Um, I've always still write things to from the heart um, to help others. But it, it was, the real shift was my mom a few years ago got diagnosed with multiple myeloma, which is the cancer of the plasma of your blood. So it's not curable, but it's manageable. And just kind of seeing her go through it, because I moved back to help my dad because my dad and my mom my dad's a little like an older dad so I wanted to really step in and help and I saw my mom fight and it was just and she while she was doing that she was writing a book she was working and she was making this granola which is flourish granola um, for the caretakers the doctors and like people that would come over and bring us food she was making them food so I really watched my mom go through it and it kind of made me take a step back. And I was like, what am I, what purpose am I serving? What is my why on the modern day girlfriend? Because I will tell you till I'm blue in the face. I, I was, when you kind of get into that world, you're like, okay, well, this person's growing. Why am I not growing? Oh, this person's doing that and they're growing. I can do that too. And you kind of fall into this like whirlwind of trying to keep up, but mm -hmm. not really 
listening to who you are. And that might just be my own story and what I had to go through, but I was realizing I was just trying to stay afloat. So for me, my messaging was getting lost, not only for what I was putting out, but in my own head, I would wake up and just be like, where is, where is my joy? Mm-hmm. You know, where, what am I doing? And so when my mom got sick, I just really took a step back and I was like, what, who do I want to be serving on the modern day girlfriend? What is my, why, what is, where is my voice? Because to me, watching her fight for her life, I'm like, there, there, for me and my own personal journey, there had to be more than me just sharing a, a dress or a shoe. There had to be a reason why I was sharing that. And that could be somebody's why. That's great that they have a, a why for sharing that. But for me, my why was food because I saw her fight for her life, write this cookbook called Food for Thought, which was, it takes comfort food and makes it healthier. So there's like no added sugar. There's a lot of the recipes are like gluten-free because gluten in your body and all of that stuff. Like I can go into that more, but just watching that. And I would, I saw the power of food and watching her eat a certain way and shift that. And we always ate healthy, but you know, as when you're younger and we never had anything that was out of a box or a can because she would just, if she could, she could go we had a little garden so she would go get like tomatoes and stuff so of course I rebelled at like six years old and would always go get like uh lunchables right like I would go like and french fries that was my thing my jam and that again too and I'm, I'm, I know I'm going on such a long tangent for your answer but you know that also can lead into certain things as well with the food and I I feel very blessed that we were able that my mom fed us that way. And, and I don't take that for granted, you know, but then I, I went the up total opposite way and I, I hid food and that created like a, an eating disorder for me, mm-hmm. which then ties into getting back to seeing the power of food mm-hmm. and seeing how it could really help affect your mental health as well. Mm-hmm. And so And I think when watching her and I sat back and I was like, what is my why? I drew all those, you know, those boards where you're like, okay, the modern day girlfriend, what's over here? What's over here? Why am I sharing this? What is my story? So you kind of like build a board of your why. And for so long, I didn't think I had a why because I was just trying to keep up. And so seeing my mom that way and realizing that I you know, somebody who had a learning disorder growing up, somebody who had a eating disorder growing up, somebody who suffers with anxiety and depression, that once I started changing my diet, once I started being like, okay, you know what, I'm just gonna just walk a block today and started just shifting my mindset on and I know you shared this too the other day as well, where it's like, you get to, not that I have to, but you get to, like, I get to wake up today and I'm, I get to walk. So you just, you view it a different way where it's, oh, you know, I, I, I have to work out. It's like, no, I get, I get to work out to get those endorphins and to feel better. So long answer short, <laughs> that is where, 
the modern day girlfriend is now where it is a place that I hope to speak to, inspire, empower just one person to live the life that they they want and know that it's okay if you have anxiety, you have doubt, you have depression, you have all the, it's just, I, I, I want to empower that your mental health and your physical health are one and the same. And it's so important to feed both of those, both with nutrition and with the power of the way that you speak to yourself. Mm -hmm. There's your, there's your answer. (laughs) (laughs) So beautifully said. I love that every time we talk, we can just get right into it. it is so inspiring to me, but you are so good at relating to a lot of women and, and men, I'm sure in your audience. Um, and I know that when I first met you, like you just are a light and like a magnet to people. So I really respect that you recognize that and are using that powerful source that you have to connect with others and to empower others, because that is so needed, especially in the Instagram social media world that we're in. So I want to talk about um, how you said that you like how you view food really had to change and how you view working out and how you view, um, you know, taking care of your mental health and everything, because I so relate to that. I went through a season where I couldn't really work out. So now when I work out, I try to view it as a celebration and viewing it that way helped me gain a lot of muscle and just become the healthiest version of me that I've ever been just from having that flip of a switch to now view working out as a celebration. So I love that you talk about that. You talked about your why and kind of gaining an audience that is more aligned with that why. And I think you've done a really good job of that. Um, So I want to talk about your audience. How are you, you know, getting your face and name out there? How are you kind of staying consistent with all of your whys and all of your reasons? How are you doing that? What does your processing look like for that? My mother really has has created change in me and empowered me in a way where she was a talk show host for many years. And I just always remembered being like, how did you do it? She's like, you always just have to think that you're speaking to one person because you just need to connect with one person and you can make a change. You can affect somebody, you can relate to somebody, you can make somebody feel not alone. So I've always carried that with me, have that be in the social media space, have that be in my friendships, my relationships. It's just connecting, taking that time to connect with a person one-on-one. So I always think with everything that I'm, I'm doing, I don't try to, and I, again, was guilty of this for a while where I was like, oh, well, I'll just do this and hopefully it, it will, somebody will connect with it. Yeah. Instead of being like, this is what my story is. This is what my why is. And if some, I know, I know I'm not the only one that has Mm -hmm. gone through this. And so if you just like cast that out and just cast your, like your fishing pole of just like who you are, you will attract who who you're meant to attract and what's supposed to be in your life. So I think, you know, I, I, Yes, am I trying out the reels? Am I trying out IGTV? Have I? Am I going to try out YouTube? I think maybe I don't know, but yes. 
you know, but I'm always going to speak to that one person. I'm not meaning that in the way that my mindset is narrow, where it's like, it only, this person has to think one way, because that's not, that's, right. <laughs> that's not reality. Right. But I, I have to stay true to myself. And I know that there are, with things that I've gone through, there's people that have eating disorders, there's people that suffer with depression, there's people with anxiety, there's people who have family members that have cancer, there's people that do see the power of food, there's the people that see the power of therapy, all of these things are encompassed in my why, mm -hmm. and it can mean that one person from here is attracted to, like, attracted to the conversation and a person from over here. It's such an interesting way to think about it because yeah, it gets you more intentional to know that you're talking to one person, mm -hmm. but then also it really does encompass a lot of people and you mm -hmm. really are talking to everyone. Mm -hmm. Everyone falls under all those categories or know someone that does. So mm -hmm. that's amazing. So it sounds like you naturally are an advice giver and people do come to you um, with a problem or just seeking someone to listen to. And I know you're also a good listener too. Um, so I want to talk about that whole mental health aspect of your, you know, social media presence. How did you kind of get comfortable speaking about something like mental health in a space where it is kind of not taboo, but uncomfortable and personal and intimate? How did you kind of use your story to, you know, relate to other people and share about the reasons to take care of your mental health for me what the cha the changing point was was i will admit to this day i have like i have to read something that i write a thousand times over and more often than not there will still be a grammatical issue that's just who i am that's how my brain works I, I can't tell you how many times I've read over a caption and then two minutes later, somebody will write me and be like, well, this is wrong. And I'm like, oh. thanks, Karen. Like, <laughs> I know, like now I see it, which I'm, gr I'm grateful because my eye doesn't see it, but I'm just like, oh, great. Cause that feeds into, you're not smart enough. You're never going to grow. People won't take you seriously. It feeds into that, you know, what some of my issues were with depression of how it created this self-worth right mm -hmm. so once I I was like you know what a constant of mine is that there will always be grammatical issues so I started just talking about like in my stories on my caption about my learning disorder or my learning difference I don't like to call it a disorder because it's a difference my brain just learns differently than others so once I started realizing that like there's nothing to be ashamed of, that there are other people out there that have ADD, ADHD, dyslexia. Um, I have an auditory processing disorder. So like if you told, and dyslexia, like I will see something and then it's the words over here and then it's over here and then it's down there. And like, so I've, I've tried to work that into my, like throughout my adult life, like learn how to <laughs> be better about it. But you know, that there are people out there. And one of my other mentors was, um, and still is, and I call him my uncle Henry, but is Henry Winkler. And he had, he was the Fonz, right? He couldn't read the script. He had dyslexia 
And he has now gone on to write children's books. Like he's one of the best selling children's book authors. And like to see that and to see his story and know his story and to be to be able to relate to him as well and be like, I, I'm just like him. And look at what he was able to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I just felt like it was okay. It's okay to share your story because also too on Instagram, we always try to post like the most beautiful feed photo and put our best foot forward. And that's great. But also too, it's like, it's just so so much more relatable when you like, you see the mobs and they're, they're like tired and they're talking from that. You know, I was able to start sharing that and who I was because I just realized that I was looking for a place like that and I couldn't really find it. And I now see like the people that I follow, like I follow you. I follow um, the birds papaya. Um, I follow like the balanced blonde and people like that where it's just, they really talk, they share their they share who they are and it's not always beautiful. And for me, that is what I relate to. I want to ask about Flourish because I think (laughs) that you and your family really took what life threw at you and created something out of it. And that is so (laughs) inspiring. So you created this company called Flourish and it's granola. I'm going to let you tell the story, but I just want to know how you guys kind of made it from, you know, nothing into this flourishing company. So tell me all about it. Oh, thank you. Um, so like I said earlier, when my mom was going through her cancer treatment, she was in the kitchen working on her cookbook, but then she was also doing the granola and she would give it to the caretakers, the nurses, the, the doctors and people that would come bring us food. She would always give them food. So, um, we just, we would just get started. We gave it to people and they were like, well, where can we get this? We want to send it to our family. We want to do that. And again, it's just like word of mouth, um, which we really didn't think like, oh, we didn't set out to do it, you know? Um, but, and we never would have thought it would have come from that kind of, you know, moment in our lives. Um, but, you know, we just were like, it, it just got bigger than we were. And mm-hmm. so thank God and um, the universe or whatever, but you, you know, um, we were able to then form a company and it, it has my, you know, we have people that work with us, but it's a whole family thing. It's my dad, it's my mom, it's my sister, it's me. Um, we really truly believe in the, the ingredients that we use. It is um, a higher price granola, it's a premium granola because it's not sweetened with any artificial sweeteners. It's all organic, gluten-free, vegan, besides the chocolate chip, which is freaking incredible. It's so good. Um, And non-GMO. So it's just, it's premium ingredients in the granola because again, we believe you are what you eat. And with the name Flourish came because the O-U-R and Flourish underneath it, you'll see body, mind, and soul. So the food is supposed to flourish our body, mind, and soul. And so that's always been like our, our mission statement and who we are and our why. Um, So that's how flourish 
granola came to be and now we can we're um, sold on Amazon and we're if you're in California we're at an, all Air One stores and then also on flourishbms.com you can get it there as well. Perfect. I will definitely link your website down below in the show notes. So you have a flourishing company with your family. You are a newlywed. You're a full-time influencer. And I'm pretty sure that you are a one-woman show. So how do you do it all? Are you really good at time management? Like what are your gifts or your skills? Like what are you doing when you just lose track of time? Oh gosh, good question. Okay. So because of my learning difference, I had to be very diligent about um, lists and keeping track of that. I'm co- everything's color coordinated. Um, so give me a list any day of the week. And I'm like, I mean, and organizing, it's just like feed my soul. All right. I'm here for it. <laughs> um, so for that, I'm really good at that. I like to say that because it, it, that brings me joy. I, I plan out my days. I plan out the weeks. Um, but there are also two where there are days where let's say I had a planned out day and I was going to be very productive, but I woke up and I just couldn't get out of my own way. I allow myself to feel that, but I just either myself the day, or if I give myself a couple hours just to try to realign my mindset, but I just, I allow myself to have those bad days and kind mm-hmm. of just be like, all right, I'm not going to be as productive as I was one day, but that doesn't mean I'm, I can't be on Friday. And when you're creating like your own path and also to, even if you're not creating your own path, but you're in a path that doesn't really serve your soul or fill your soul, you just, you have to be an understanding of where you are. And just, I, I think of the word like comfort, you just have to be okay with where you are and just know that if you are granted the next day to use that day and use it to your fullest. It seems like you're very intuitive and I know that you really, um, you know, take care of yourself, but also I know that you're big on like manifesting and mindfulness mm-hmm. and, you know, just creating space in your home for that downtime and for that quiet time and journaling. So I really respect that you don't burn yourself out. That's really nice to hear. <laughs> um, like, I mean, especially. I try, I try. Yeah, totally. And it, it is about, it's the effort of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I really appreciate that. So did you have any, I know you talk about your mom being a really strong mentor and I know your sister too and your whole family, but do you have any, you know, business mentors or friend mentors that kind of started a blog before you that you could learn from? Or did you watch YouTube videos to learn how to do this? Or how did you learn? Oh gosh, trial and error. <laughs> But I, um, I did, but I, it was funny. I was in the different space than they were. I had friends, um, like, um, Gobby from what Gobby, what's Gobby cooking, Weelicious, Catherine McCord, I ate a Mollenkamp, like Daphne Oz, like all these, but they were all food. Um, and so I, I was in my own way and I was like, okay, I see what they're doing with food, but that, how do, how can I put that and do relationships? Like I couldn't figure that out. Um, but they were so extremely helpful and kind and understanding. And at on the back end of everything I understood, but I couldn't correlate relationships with food. Now I'm like, okay, I get it. <laughs> like, 
Um, but it was years down the road where I'm like, shoot, why was I not paying more attention? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, throughout the, so throughout that, um, it's definitely those girlfriends that really kind of helped. Um, but uh, I mean, and still to this day, trial and error, it's just, I, I, I can only do the best that I can do. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, I, again, like I said this to you before too, like I, I will look at what you're doing. And now I've learned where it's not like, look at Frankie, she's doing this and she's growing. And, she, and I'm like, oh, jealous. I'm like, whoa, I'm so thankful that one, we know each other mm-hmm. and that I can call you a friend. But even if I couldn't, and I was following you, I, I shifted my mindset to be like, look at what this woman is doing she's an inspiration. She's empowering me to do better. And not that like, I need to achieve the same thing that she's doing because we're two totally different people. Mm -hmm. So her story is not going to get my story here. My story will get me here when it's, it's my time. And so being able to see people like that and to people like you, it's just, it's, I take again, like we, I said before to you, I take everybody that I've met along the way and I try to learn something from them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you totally can. <laughs> and that's so funny. I have been practicing that kind of form of manifestation with this car that I want. And it sounds materialistic, but it's this car that I have a goal. Every time I see someone else driving this car, instead of being like, like, what do they do? I'm like, oh my gosh, we're the same. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have that car. Oh my gosh, you're driving my future car. And I just have the really big mindset shift about it. And literally it helps me actually believe that I will get that car instead of being like, what do they do? And how are they doing it? Like, how come they're, they look younger than me and they already have this car. I'm like, wow, we're the same. We both want the same car, you know? Yeah. It's true. It's so true. And I truly believe in that manifestation in that way, where it's like, you have to speak like you already have it. Yes. Because if you really, and it's too, I'm on my computer and it's really funny. I have like my, I am affirmations here. And then my 2021 goals here. So I like every time I'm on my computer and my, my dream board is the back of my computer, but it, it truly is. It's like when you manifest like, Oh, I, I have this, or I, I am thankful that I have uh, like I am, you know, I am healthy or I have this house. Also too, if you think about it, you know, when people are like, well, the person came when I least expected it, where he walked into my life. And I felt for my own personal journey, when Neil walked into my life, I was of that mindset where I'm, I was like, I am okay. I am living a life where I'm happy. I'm joyous. I'm loved. I, I love, I, am all like I am abundant I I just felt that way and I felt now looking back I'm like that's why I was ready and open to that type of love in my life because I was personally open and ready for it because I was like oh oh yeah I'm lovable I am a great partner I am like you know, all these things. And then he walked into my life and I was able to be who I was. So if that makes sense, you know what I mean? Like, it's not because you're not looking for the person, but
but it's because you are who you are supposed yes. to be. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I just know that I can learn so much from you and relate so much to you about our season of marriage. Yes. <laughs> so I know that you have so much support and so many people that you love and that love you in your life. So tell us some of the best advice that you've ever received or a quote that you always refer to when you're, you know, trying to inspire yourself and like get into that mindset. What is something you always think of? Okay. Two things. And I've shared the other one with you and, but I'll share it again. Two things. One is um, the only constant in life is change. And then failure is opportunity disguised as disappointment. So good. That was another quote from my mom where it was just like, you know what? It's not really, you're not really failing. It's just an, an opportunity to shift a different way. And it's yes. disappointing. Yes. Yes. And you know, you also learn like, okay, what could you have done better? And do you feel you could have done better and all those things? So it's an, it's a great quote. It's an empowering quote about mm-hmm. failure, you know? Yes. Like, you know, I know that when you started the modern day girlfriend, like I'm sure you had all these ideas and all these visions for what that could become. And it totally shifted. And mm-hmm. now it feels still in alignment with your purpose and what you're supposed to be doing. And you could have taken that shift that needed to happen and been like, well, I didn't do it. So I'm just going to go do something else. But instead you used that shift and followed it and kind of made your own path through it um, and use the opportunity. So that is beautiful. Definitely. Everybody write that down. So I want to talk about people that may feel like they're behind you or your younger self or younger people that are listening. Um, if you could tell them anything about, you know, following their desires or, you know, learning about themselves and how to use who they are to serve their community or the world or, you know, just future generations, what would be some advice you would give to your younger self or younger people listening? It's okay to change. It's okay to Mm. not have the same viewpoint you did when you were younger. Um, Mm. To learn as much as you can, have that be through reading a book (laughs) or conversations that you have with people that are different than you. Um, and just that it's it's okay to change. It's okay to grow and have that mean you outgrow your friendships, relationships, even people in your family. It's okay. You, you have one life, you have to live it. At the end of the day, you are it's, it's, it's just you. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, I say that with like, okay, yes, you can have a partner, you can do, you can have a family, but if you, if you're not fulfilled, if you are not happy, you can't be the best partner you can be to somebody else mm-hmm. or the best mother or friend or girlfriend. Um, so I just think it's okay my advice would be, it's okay to grow. It's okay to learn. Right. This is changing me. I love how you say it's okay to change. I feel like a lot of people can relate to that with 2020 being just the year of change. I know that even Mm -hmm. personally, um, like there are friendships that changed in my life and, you know, dreams for my business that changed and just so many things changed. So I think that it's beautiful that you are a advocate for that change and like empowering that. Um, and kind of getting curious about what those changes mean and how you can grow through them. 
So I know that you have a lot of visions for your future self. And I know <laughs> you just have such, such a big heart for everybody. So I want to talk about that future self and your older self. So imagine her like 10, 20 years from now, if she was looking at the Ariana today that I'm talking to, what do you think if she could tell you something, what would it be? It was okay that it wasn't in your timing because everything needed to happen the way that it did. Wow, that is so good and so true. And I know that somebody needed to hear that. And it was me. <laughs> Before we go, I want to ask you about some inspiration that you get. So are there any books that you recommend or podcasts that you listen to or like people we need to follow? Who do you get inspired from? And tell us all about it. Okay, so there's two books that I love and I, I actually just keep reading them <laughs> because it's like I... One is called The Artist's Way. And every time I get like halfway through my, this abundance comes in that I am not like aware of, but I am attracting and I'm like, oh, and then I stop it. So I've literally tried to finish The Artist's Way about maybe seven times. And like, I just can't get through. So I'm like, tr I'm forcing myself to get through it. Um, but, but it's so incredible. The Artist's Way. And I can't remember her first name, but her last name is Cameron. Um, and then find your why. Yay. Social media is an interesting thing. <laughs> yes, it is. And that is so true that there are people that can spark joy. They are out there. You just got to look for them. And Ariana is so one of those people. So thank you for all that you do in the flourish space and with nourishing us with body, mind and soul tips. There's just so much that we can all learn from you and take away from this podcast. I know I have a page of notes. <laughs> so before we take off, I want to ask, where can we find you? What's your social media handle? What's your website? Okay. So for the modern day girlfriend, it is the modern day girlfriend.com um, on Twitter, Instagram. It's at modern day GF um, Facebook, Pinterest. It's the modern day girlfriend. You can also type in modern day GF, it will pull up. And then flourish is just flourish underscore body, mind, soul, um, Instagram. And our website is flourishbms.com. Perfect. I will link all of that down below in the show notes. But thank you so much, Ariana. I will keep my audience updated on your YouTube channel and everything that you do because you are such an inspiration to follow. Right back at you. Thank you. All right. It was so fun talking to you. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you.